Hello, sisters and brothers. Welcome to Jesus Boost. I'm Lisa Toledo. Today's topic is harmony. I'd like you to listen for a moment to the sound and beauty of three voices singing together in harmony. This song is called Lights and Shadows by a Dutch group of three sisters called Ogene. The lyrics say, cry no more, time to turn the page. Everybody goes through lights and shadows. Cry no more, cry no more. Though the hallway catches light, you will reach a corner where you strongly fight. You're in the shadow, at this place they know the game. Outside the world will turn and feel the same. They're in the sunlight, but you so much more to me than the one who carries all the burden i can only hope once you fly you'll be free you should never cry no more feeling all alone and insecure you have been going through these stages now it's time to turn the pages we're gonna send in If you were familiar with music composition, the harmony was probably easy to identify. Multiple voices melding together as one. Harmony isn't just restricted to the musical realm though. It is agreement, a consistent, pleasing arrangement, and something that we all strive for in our relationships. I wanna live in harmony with others, especially with my spouse, but achieving that harmony is pretty hard sometimes. And not just with the husband, but with kids, with work colleagues, with friends, and within our country. It is a challenge. That's why we call on Jesus to give us a boost, to help us bear with one another, loving and forgiving each other, not once or twice, but 70 times seven times. We are temperamental human beings, but the truth of the matter is, the harmony of our relationships greatly affects our happiness. Thomas Merton said, happiness is not a matter of intensity, but of balance, order, rhythm, and harmony. Think about it. When you're upset with someone, when there's tension between two of you, whether it's a friend, a teacher, a neighbor, or a spouse, the stress affects you but it also affects those around you. I know the happiness in my home is affected when I'm mad at someone and I end up snapping at my kids or my husband. I end up being the discordant note in a home that's supposed to live in harmony and peace. When I throw that harmony off, I'm affecting everyone's happiness, not just mine. God calls us to live in harmony with others, but there's one thing that very often gets in our way, pride. We get caught up thinking we are smarter than others, that our way is the only way, and we lose respect for other points of view or methods. Paul talks about this in the Bible in Romans 
chapter 12, verse 16. He says, Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with poor or ordinary people. Do not be conceited. When I look at other translations of this verse, we also hear, Work toward unity and live in harmony with one another. Avoid thinking you are better than others or wiser than the rest. Instead, embrace common people and ordinary tasks. Another translation says, Do not be proud, but make friends with those who seem unimportant. Do not think how smart you are. Get along with each other. Don't be stuck up. Make friends with nobodies. Don't be the great somebody. As we move forward after this divisive election, this passage reminds all of us of what God expects and what we should want, and that's to live in harmony with our brothers and sisters. We have to put away the pride and live with respect for our fellow human beings with their different opinions and different backgrounds and different faiths and different political views. We are to recognize that every single person is a gift from God, an asset to humanity. Each one. They may be different from you, but that doesn't make them better or worse, right or wrong, just truly unique. Scripture gives us some clear direction on how we can more easily love our neighbor and live in harmony. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 12, which you also heard in episode 2 of Jesus Foost on character, but it's worth repeating. Put on compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgive each other. As the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. We can take all of our differences and all of our unique thoughts and all of our unique talents and put them together in a symphony, not a cacophony, but a beautiful symphony if we allow Jesus to be the conductor of our hearts and if the music is played with love, not jealousy or resentment or selfishness, but love. Love is what will bind together in perfect harmony everything. But we have to take the pride out of the room to reach those levels of cooperation and respect and unity and love. Love comes above all else. And as Christians, our love is not to be restricted just for our Lord or just for our families or just for our fellow believers, but not all... Not only that, but not just for our political party. Love is to be for all people, all children created by God. So how do we start? Today's Jesus Boost comes from Philippians 4, verse 8. It starts with our thoughts, positive thoughts. Positive thoughts will lead to positive words and positive actions. 
With Jesus' help, we can monitor and control our thoughts so that they stay loving and wholesome, just like Paul writes about in Philippians 4, verse 8. He says, Brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you've learned or received or heard or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. Think about and then put into practice and the God of peace will be with you. Life is full of lights and shadows, ups and downs, but where you keep your focus is your choice. Your mind is a battlefield, as Joyce Meyer puts it, but you can control your thoughts and choose what you are going to think about. During this election season, I've heard people say, no matter who wins, I'm worried about what happens after election day. And my response is, what do you mean? And protests or violent riots. And honestly, it had never crossed my mind to think about those things. I stayed focused on the importance and the privilege of voting. With the pandemic, we can panic and say, what if the virus keeps spiking and our business closes again? Or we can choose to live in the present moment and be grateful for today and continue to serve our community as long as we can. That is noble and lovely and admirable. That's what we should be thinking about. It's not always easy. Our minds wander, but here are some tips to boost your ability to control your thoughts. The first is meditation. I know you've heard it before, and if your mind's going a million miles a minute, it's hard, but try to force yourself then to find some solitude and to sit in quiet and invite Jesus in. Breathe in his love and breathe out harmony. Breathing in love, let it fill you. Breathe out harmony. Or try listening to a guided meditation on YouTube or repeating a favorite scripture like Philippians 4, 8, just saying to yourself, I will think about whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely. Just meditating or using a mantra will help you control your thoughts. Another action to help you could be to take a walk. Get away from whatever it is that's making you angry, whether it's the phone or a person inside, and just go outdoors in nature. Don't dwell on who or what it is upsetting you, but think about whatever is true, whatever is noble and pure and lovely, and look at the flowers and look at the birds and the blue skies. Nature has a healing effect on the mind and on the body. Let nature help you refocus those thoughts on what is lovely. 
Third, another, another way to help express your feelings and empty the negative out is to try journaling. You know, just write everything out that you're feeling and, and get it done with and then close the book and then move on. All right. Let those negative thoughts go and move on to positive thoughts of what's noble, what's pure, what's admirable, what's lovely. Tell your mind that's what you're going to focus on after you get everything journaled. Another thing to do is to talk it out, not gossip, but privately talk with someone who's trustworthy, whether it's your husband or your best friend or your mother. This lets you vent. It lets you let the negative thoughts out, but it also allows you to have another person share their understanding, to share their different perspective. And maybe that will help you let go of your pride so that you can focus more on peace and more on harmony. So meditation, journaling, taking a walk outside in nature, talking it out, all ways to help you get control of your thoughts and not let your mind reel uh, with all the crazy circumstances that are going on now. In Paul's letter to the Colossians, I also wonder if you noticed the very last thing he said that we have to do before the God of peace will be with us. He said, whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. So have those positive thoughts, but then also put them into practice. Let your Christian faith be more than thoughts and prayers, more than words. Putting something into practice means an action is taken. So maybe you think, oh, Carol lost her father to COVID. I should send a card, but you never do. Or you have a relative who is sick and could use some assistance, but you never get around to helping her. Or you see a neighbor on their front lawn and they're looking at you. You can smile and wave and say hi. To live in harmony requires both the thought and the act. Like Paul said, think kind thoughts and then put them into practice. Be the light of Christ in the world and spread that light to others. Gandhi is quoted as saying, always aim at complete harmony of thought and word and deed. Your positive thoughts should match up with kind words and loving deeds. It's not always easy, so ask Jesus for help and he will lead you into thoughts of positivity and beauty and love. But then he'll also give you opportunities to practice turning those thoughts into kind words and loving deeds. You just have to be open to recognize them. Open your eyes and open your heart to see them for what they are. And when you do, when you do your part, you are adding your beautiful uniqueness to God's magnificent symphony and creating harmony. Be an instrument of peace today, friends. Be love.
be strong and believe. That's it for today's Jesus Boost. For more episodes, subscribe or follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Share this episode by looking for the three dots or the share icon on your screen or on Facebook at Be Strong Ministries. Subscribe now and tune in next Sunday for another episode of Jesus Boost to start the week off right. Thank you.